Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Mas Miel. On today's episode, you will be getting to know us a little bit more through a game we like to call We're Not Really Strangers. Just a heads up, any question that we choose not to answer will be followed by a shot. So you might also see the progression of us getting a little bit tipsy. Stay tuned. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Mas Miel. My friends Lupita, Stephanie, and myself, Alejandra, are really happy to have you guys back. Uh, Mas Miel is a conversation amongst three lifelong friends who have no business having a podcast, but here we are. Yes, let's get started. Okay, so full disclaimer, this is the first time we, either of us, play this game, so we'll see um, how it goes. I hear it can get kind of deep, so I don't know if you girls are ready, but... A calzón quitado. We got no. A calzón quitado porque we gotta answer with honesty. Okay, so I guess the gist of it is that there's three levels. Uh, we start with level one, two, and three. Um, level one is perception. We'll be asking each other questions about perception. Level two is connections. And level three is reflection. So, who wants to go first? I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, Stephanie, pick a card from level one. All right. On a scale of one to ten, how messy do you think my car is? One being the cleanest, ten being a complete disaster. Please explain. Reminder that I have seen both your cars. <laughs> is that a threat? It's okay. I'll be the first one to admit you have the cleanest car out of all of us. I honestly haven't. Actually, honey, I haven't been in your car. So, yeah, once. I've only been in her car once. Honestly, I think honey is the cleanest because it is newer. So, sorry, Stephanie. You're a second. She just a couple months ago. Okay. Um, Stephanie, I feel like your car is generally pretty clean. The last time, I'm just gonna base myself on the last time I was in your car. Uh, it smelled like takeout, but in general, it was, I, I, I could see the carpet. So I'm gonna give you, what was the scale? One to 10, 10 being the messiest? I'll give you like a four. For a car that smells like takeout, I'll take it. No, remember when she spilled garlic all over her car? <laughs> And it smelled like garlic for weeks. I have friends that will tell you my car is the cleanest and I don't even have anything for you guys to throw up in. You have other friends? Next question. I'm choosing to answer this question too. Honey, yours is the cleanest. Would it be new? Fair. Fair. Um, Lupita? On a scale of one to ten, uh, I would put you at a. Just say it. Como se dice uno seis. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. It's actually not that bad because I feel like every time I get in your car, when you're like, it's so messy, you have something that I need. So whatever your mess is, it's convenient. It's a closet on wheels for a reason. Lupita. Also, to be fair, I feel like there's just, you do so many, like, extracurricular stuff, like, you you know, party planning and stuff like that. So, understandably, yeah, six, 
maybe a seven but yeah stephanie's right i feel like i'm like do you have lotion with this like wait Four. <laughs> and then she gives me options. She's like, Do you want to smell like pear? Do you want to smell like citrus? And I was like, <laughs> Yes, I have a corta uñas because you're always asking for one. And I do have a pocket knife and a hammer. Yeah, I told you, keep your weapons on you. I have like one use, like toothbrushes. Gum, deodorant, lotion, and body spray in my in a comb. Hey, is that the weekender bag? Anyway, personally, I keep a lint roller, deodorant, and that's about it for right now. So, I mean, yeah, we got we got a new car earlier this year. So, if it was messy, I would be pretty disappointed. So, next question. All right, Alejandra, take it away. Level one. Level one still? Yeah. Did you take the other card off? Oh, I don't know. I definitely put it back in there. Nice. What do you think my go-to karaoke song is? Honey. This one we did that. I know. Not like, I know a karaoke song we would do together. Which one? For sure. Julieta Venegas, Eres Tú? Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Word for word. I know you. I know. I know you did like a, like a rap one. I just don't know which one. You did. Is it just a friend? Yeah. I think, no. That's not okay. In the meantime, I'll answer for Lupita. I feel like another one we could do together is uh, "Esa Si" from uh, Rebelde. Yeah. Word for word. Yes. I think we could do almost like triple CD. To be honest, when Lupita and I were little, we would have concerts for our parents of. Um, our, it, we were pretty much karaoke all the RBD songs and our parents were sick of it. No, we would have we would have private concerts for our parents and we would be charging at the door 20 bucks each parent and we would, we would buy our microphones, we would buy our outfits and we just put on a show. On multiple occasions there was complaints, fights and people asking for their money back. And mind you, this was just our parent. I found it. <laughs> Let's see. Ready? How could you? She was standing, but she never took her eyes off me. All right, all right. The gloves are off. Okay, I told you guys we had to be honest. So, no, she didn't sing. Oh, I know she would. I know what song she sang. She sang um, "No Llega el Olvido" de Jenny Rivera. I was going through a little situationship heartbreak. Okay, I have to agree with Lupita. She didn't. She doesn't like karaoke. I, I don't. I think she likes to watch people make a fool of themselves, but and she record and record it and then play it. Um, but she herself doesn't like karaoke, but that one song will get to her. After a lot, and I do mean a lot of shots, you can get me to sing karaoke. Anything before that, I'll be watching. All right, my turn. Okay, level one. Let's see. Hmm. What about me is most strange or unfamiliar to you? 
I think that Lupita, her angry, her actual like, I'm angry, like that territory. I feel like why ha, we might have explored a little bit. I feel like when she's actually like pissed off, is like I said, it's unfamiliar territory for me. And I hope I, I never, ever, ever explore that. I don't recommend it. If you want to ask my brothers, they won't recommend it. Zero stars won't recommend. Yeah, no, I'm having a hard time thinking of that one, but I like I like your example. I get I 100% relate. I feel like you're someone who like when you are angry, she is full throttle. You do not want to be around. <laughs> I've heard her. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you. Yeah, you're someone who like when you're angry, you are angry and. You let it be known. No questions asked. Nobody wants to ask questions when you see her upset. You're just kind of like, what do you need from me? <laughs> no, um, God gave me this bitch face for a reason. The The face is just a warning. If you see the face, don't don't even approach just like from a distance and be like. Actually, don't even wave. If the face scares you, yeah, just. Yeah, just <laughs> apologize. Apologize and leave. Yeah, I don't think I've I don't think I've seen you mad, Stephanie. That's unfamiliar. Um, I think for Stephanie to be honest with you, I won't something that's unfamiliar to me is just like a maybe like a full-on lovey-dovey, like just serious relationship. Um, and I, and don't get me wrong the prince charming hasn't come along yet but i'm excited to see that side of you because I, I like i know you know dating stories and stuff but like someone who you're like head over heels for like bring him around yeah that is true i have not seen that part of her like where she brings that significant other around us so that is hope to see that soon <laughs> um yeah no i think i'm someone who just takes i mean i I really do put my best friends, my close friends, my family on a pedestal. So if just know that when I do bring somebody around, it's somebody who I genuinely care about and I do see a future with. So, all right. Next question. Do I seem like a coffee or tea person, sweetened or unsweetened? Uh, you're a coffee person, strong coffee, but also sweet, frozen, frappuccino style. You add the whipped cream, a little bit of a good drizzle. Just kidding. No whipped cream. Not That's on, what you said. Not on the drink. <laughs> Hold the whipped cream on the side <laughs> for later. <laughs> for tonight. Honey, I think you're um, an espresso kind of girl. Like Americano, espresso martini. So she likes that dark, dark. What gave it away her drink of day? But <laughs> My espresso, espresso martini drink. <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, no. Um, honey, I agree. I think you're like on the stronger coffee side, but I've also tried a lot of your coffees, and I feel like you like that little bit of sweetness to it too. Just a little bit. You don't want it to be too crazy. Lupita, you, I think you're more of a tea person. I am. And I think you are more of... Genesequa, como se dice, um, like not sweet, but yeah, actually, maybe on the sweeter side because it's teaser. <laughs> um, 
the teas that I've tried that you've like recommended are very much like on the sweeter side, like that more lemonadey kind of taste. So, yes, I think Lupita is. It depends on the time of day, the situation. I feel like she could be a coffee person, but I would almost even say like like a smoothie, fruity, tropical-y person. Yeah, like I I can see her getting like one of the refreshers, like lemonadey, like citrusy type of thing. But if if she has to do like work in the morning, I could also see her doing like picking up a cold iced coffee or something yeah honestly i think i've had like phases because last year dude i was like black coffee that black squirrel piss give me that that's what they call it in construction we have like flasks full of black squirrel piss is what i've heard think of your favorite brand of cereal on the count of three say your answers out loud all players one two Three. Oreo! Mm-hmm. What? Which one's the honey one? The honey bunches of oats? Honey bunches of oats. Controversial. I said Fruit Loops for the people that didn't catch that. I missed the count of three. Um, But honey bunches of oats. I like the Oreo cereal. Specifically the Oreo with, when it used to have marshmallows. Now it's just like not the same. I'm honestly really upset about that. Next question. Next question. You guys want to know something about me you probably don't know? No. <laughs> I know everything. No. I don't like Oreos. No. Next question. We're moving on because... This is the most outrageous. I can't. No. Wow. Can't believe I just heard that. Controversial one. Okay? God. I'm excited for this one. Are you guys ready? No. You guys better get this right, because, oh my god, aquí las de heredo. Who do you think my celebrity crush is? Aaron Diaz. That, that, that is one of my novela crush when I was young, from the Teresa movie. Oh, yeah, I'm like 12. Oh my god, how do you not know this? Okay, to be fair, this isn't a fair question because anybody that truly knows me knows that I suck at celebrity names. Like, I suck at putting, like, names to names. I'm like, is it, I don't know, do I go for your artists? Like, because I know that you're a favorite artist, so I know it's, like, Bad Bunny. Mike Towers, you've been sending me a lot of Mike Towers. A lot of, yeah, I'm gonna go with Mike Towers or Maluma. Those are your top, that would be my. Oh my god, I have too many crushes. Uh, (laughs) Fate is no, but it's Raúl Alejandro. Oh my God, that man! Girl, I was and I was dying front row. Oh my God, that man! I almost touched him. I swear. Lupita and I were blessed to be literally right in front of him. Oh, oh, I, I know, I know, honeys, I know, honeys, and maybe, maybe not right now, but I know it was Orlando Bloom. Oh, yeah. I will say, if you guys don't guess mine, it'll be telling, because I've told you guys multiple times. Um, <laughs> Michael B. Jordan. Yes! That was my guess, too. Okay, no, I was going to go back in the day when we were younger. Um, Channing Tatum. Oh. From Magic Mike. Michael B. Jordan, if you are seeing this. <laughs> I happen to know that he watches the show. 
Oh, yeah, he's he actually reposts our stories. Did you guys not see that? God, good lord. Thank you. By the way, I haven't had a crush on Orlando Bloom since I was like in the second grade. It was like a weak crush, okay? Disappointed. No, you have My guess would have been Orlando Bloom. I remember you talking about him. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. James Franco. Yes. Yes. I Level two. All right. Level two. Are you guys ready? By the way, this is a deeper level. The The levels are just getting deeper for all of those of you who hadn't got that by now. All right. Truthfully, honestly, what is a compliment you wish you received more frequently? I hate compliments, dude. I freak out. Like, I get nervous and, like, to the point where I forget to say thank you. And then that's all what I'm, I'm like, that's all I think about. Like, oh my God, what the fuck? I forgot to say thank you. They probably think I'm a bitch. And, like, I know. But seriously, like, I freak, I'm freaking out when you're telling me. That doesn't answer my question. What's a compliment you wish you received more often? Damn, girl, that thing is thangin'. I can't deny that. You know what? Yeah, I think so because, like, I gym. Well, I haven't been gymming a lot, but, like, you know, gym has been, like, the biggest part of my life, like, for a couple years now. So, yeah, because I just put so much work into that. I think for me, it's if somebody compliments something I've made, something I've created, whether it's, like, at work, uh, whether it's just something that I did creatively, if somebody says, like, that's really cool. That's really good. Even from as simple as like, I like your outfit to this uh, work, this project that you put out. Um, it looks really good. It's really clean. Um, I think that because I, I feel like I, I put thought into that. So mm -hmm. I, I take those personally. For me, it would have to be. Um... Damn, that's a hard one. <laughs> For me, it would have to be those like more like not so in your face compliments or like the not so obvious ones, the ones that you hear all the time. But somebody who like appreciates like the like the little things. Yeah, the little things. Just and I, and just to say to both of you, I I hope that I have let you know that your progress you've come a long way physically and I, body. and I hope that I have let you know that things from like your smile, like you and. and 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 I I compliment you all the times like physically and I don't know if that's appropriate but they're banging I don't know what I want to which one say say I don't know why they're single I highly recommend them <laughs> wait what vengo con cinco estrellas eh five stars would recommend would hit. <laughs> What title would you give this chapter in your life? Oh, we weren't we weren't lying when we were gonna get deep. Um, Stephanie, you wanna go first? One word, evolving. Um, I just feel like and people who have known me over time, like this the last couple of months, the last year, the last two years have just been very telling to becoming the most 
authentic version of me. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I lost myself in the process. I've lost myself in the process a couple of times, but I'm finding out what makes me happy, what I want, where I want my future. Um, So yeah, for me, it would be evolving into the best version of myself if I had to be completely honest. Um, I think it'd be healing pain. I learned a lot of myself um, while going through it. And it just like clicked to me. And it's like, also maybe another word would be cocoon. You know, like when that butterfly is starting to come out of the cocoon. Um, because it, like I said, it clicked to me and it's just like healing. No one talks about how painful it is to heal. Like that process of like, you know, coming out of that cocoon, you know, like becoming that more of yourself. I, this is going to be like a, a cheesy ass answer or whatever, but I don't know if it'd be like another chapter. I feel like I'm starting like a whole nother book. So like part two, my life part two. And honestly, um, I don't know what's going to be written in it, but I'm ready to start writing whatever it is. Hopefully so, positive. You're like excited to start reading this chapter to this um, part two. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like my, the, it's like book one ended on a cliffhanger. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, what, what's going to happen next? And, and I feel like the world is my oyster or whatever, you know, I feel like it, anything could be in book two, part two, whatever it's, and it's up to me. And I finally feel like I'm the author. I, for the longest time, yeah. I felt like somebody else was writing my story and I felt like it was like, so predictable. Like I'm going through this, like a uh, high, low, high, low. And, and I finally feel like I'm in control of that. And I'm, I'm ready to be the author. I'm ready to take control of that. So yeah, whatever comes, I'm, I'm ready for it. The world. Oh, I love that for you. Love it. All right. Um, what are you still trying to prove to yourself? (laughs) I think for me is that like, I, I think I'm trying to prove to myself that my mistakes don't define me. I feel like I've made things that I regret. Sometimes I think about it like cringy. I'm like, oh, like I just didn't think bad about that. But honestly, if I, if I let those moments define me, if I believe that, if I truly believe that, I feel like I can ruin the rest of my life. So just trying to like unlearn that trauma or whatever and like accept that that's not me and go forward. I feel like that's, For me, it would have to be, and I truly believe that I'm not alone in this, but the feeling worthy of the happiness, the when those moments come appreciating for what they are and not feeling like, oh, something bad's bound to happen, but like realizing that like I have been through enough and I am worthy of the happiness that I am feeling in my life. Like I deserve this. I worked hard for this. I regardless if it's in a career in your personal life and like where you're at like you you either went through some hard things or you worked your butt off to get to where you're at and you are 100% worthy of that so realizing that you are worthy of all the good things coming into your life um I think for me what I'm still I think what I'm still trying to prove to myself is um how far I've come and like all the accomplishments that I've you know achieved um and my brother tells me this the whole every time he's like dude you're a bad bitch believe that dude like where is she like you you are her and yeah i just feel like i just 
um, I think I shut myself down and just like doubt myself and not, and I don't believe in myself um, to be who I fully can be. Oh, voy a acabar llorando con este juego. Yeah. All right, I have a level three. This one? No, it's the second one in two. I'm so. <laughs> You're still working. We're still working through our connect. You're so smart, almost. You guys aren't ready, but okay. How can you become a better person? I feel like I can kind of speak on this because, like, like I'm mentioning, like the healing. Um, with healing comes, like you know, like understanding who you are and why you do things. And um, what was the question again? <laughs> How can you become a better person? Yeah, so one thing that I've started um, to do was um, I noticed that I would come home from work very irritable, very agitated, like corta mecha, like, and then I would like go home and like kind of like take that out on like you know my family members and just kind of lash out and it wasn't really their fault it wasn't even a big deal but because you know i was like work was just very stressful so i'm proving i'm improving myself by being aware and having awareness of what i can do like what i do affects other people and the people around me so being aware so i can be a better person uh i i, I think i'll build on that i think like you said, accountability is huge. Um, we all make mistakes. We all have bad days. We all fuck up. Owning it. Yeah. And if you did disrespect someone you care about or just in general, you know, like, hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. It, recognizing, like, first of all, like, apologizing, recognizing I'm sorry I had a bad day that sh that should not have, you know, been transferred onto you. I apologize. Yeah. And, um, because just kind of being aware of what it's like to be on the other side. Like when somebody's short with you or and they kind of, if you've ever been on the other side of somebody being short or weird with you, like, what did I do? <laughs> like, and you start like, so I completely agree with that awareness. Yeah. Uh, owning it, accountability. I think that's a good place to start. Yeah. And like you said, and like you said, like taking accountability and saying you're sorry, like actually following back and say like, Hey, you know what? the way I came off the other day or the things I said, like, I'm sorry, I was going through this. I really honestly did not mean it. That takes a lot. People just like brush it off and be like, okay, they probably won't remember. Like, oh, if I ignore it, if I don't bring attention to it, it didn't happen. Yeah. I have a really bad tendency of like, if I, if I fuck up, I just come back and I'm like, Hey, you know, when you go like to the, you have ever been so drunk, you just go puke and you come back. You're like, Hey, like nothing happened. I feel like that's me. I, w I go like puke my bad energy and I'm like, Hey, what's up? You know, even though I was like a complete bitch earlier, I'm like, like just moving on, like nothing happened. Just kind of like owning it back. Like that thing that happened earlier, like, I'm sorry, I had a bad day or explaining why you're, if, even if you're mad at that person, like this is why I'm upset. Maybe I'm overreacting, whatever, owning it apologizing and moving going through all of the motions i think for me like uh, something that i'm trying to work on is because we talked about like how you're feeling and how not to like project that onto like those around you but also realizing like in the tip of an argument like i've been trying to see the other person's point of view um... is there a feeling that you miss I have one. Um, I miss the feeling of 
and I and this is gonna be really cheesy, but like childhood, I feel like things were easier, particularly like Christmas childhood would involve, you know, going to Mexico, seeing my cousins, seeing my grandparents who have passed away. Uh, other than you know some pe- very important people not being here anymore just like your cousins grow up you grow up like that that feeling I, I I don't know how to say it but like that feeling of Christmas if that makes any sense I miss that and and it's really hard to think about it not being a thing anymore kind of like in that saying where innocence is bliss like taking like all the heaviness that comes with adulting or like living your own like truly living your own life like as a kid like we had it so easy however I do want to acknowledge the fact that I do realize that some kids don't have it easy but I mean we were all lucky and blessed enough to have it so easy and I think we took it for granted and wanting to just grow up so fast yeah I think I would call it childhood happiness that happiness you experience while being a child and like how like the simplest things like make you happy you make you so giddy so excited i agree and the only thing that i have to say that like i didn't even realize i missed it as much until this question or and you kind of like gave your answer honey is i didn't have like both my grandpas passed away before i was born but i as of like where i'm at in my life both my grandmas have passed away and i miss that feeling of arriving in mexico and having like um my grandma at the door like ready to meet me like so i was just recently in mexico this year and i can tell you that going back when your grandparents are no longer there is hard and it's something that you're like oh i just keep going back however like it just never feels the same like i remember the last time that one of my grandmas was alive um and i went to go visit her i remember her being at the door like ready to like hug everyone and what was my time i remember she was like, oh, mi niña consentida. And that is like a memory that I will forever cherish, but I won't ever have back. Like that that feeling of that fulfillment and that love. So what has been your earliest recollection of happiness? To be honest with you, when I was growing up, my parents used to make my birthday so special. Don't get me wrong. It was not like a big birthday or anything, but my dad would start the morning with Las Mañanitas, uh, waking us up with like a birthday song. And and I remember like the day before, it was just like as far back as I can remember having, you know, recollection of any birthday parties, but just like November 26th, I was like, oh my God, tomorrow's my birthday. And just knowing that the next day was just gonna be the best day. That, and as early, I can't tell you how old I was, but my to my earliest memories, it's that. You, um, what is, what has been the earliest recollection of happiness? Um, I think for me, um, like the most present one is literally me arriving to El Rancho. Like, you know, you're driving down that little hill and you can see the lights just glimmering of El Rancho. And then you pull up to the entrance and like you're literally like counting the minutes to get home and like greet your family. And then it's just like. I don't know. Um, I don't know if people can relate to this. Uh, I know many can, but like going back to the rancho uh, for the Christmas, like holiday times and just having that family time and not just family, but like, I don't know. I just feel like I, um, going to Mexico, you kind of like forget about your life that you have it in the U S and like, you know, as when we were young, like a school, you know, so there's like, like a big break, but now as an adult, it's like, 
dude right now um as an adult like there's just times where like i really don't know if i'm gonna be able to be to make it to mexico and like enjoy that time with my grandparents and it's very difficult with work with life going on and situations and it's just like when i'm there i'm just like god thank you like i'm here like you just appreciate it a lot more for me like my earliest recollection of happiness and it's gonna sound like oh she's such a daddy's girl I am and not in the sense of like, oh, my daddy buys me everything. No, my dad has been my rock. And those who have known me and maybe you guys will get to find out more about it, like as we make more episodes or um, talk a little bit more. But like just like the unconditional support I have had from my dad my entire life, he has been my biggest cheerleader, my biggest supporter. Um uh, follow us on our social media, listen to us on Spotify, and watch us on YouTube. Tell your besties, tell your nail texts, tell your lash texts, tell them all. There's a new podcast in town and you're gonna love it. Mm-hmm.